0: Here, elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson, and you know, for many people, healthcare—the healthcare, healthcare field—is uh, just one of those things that you just have to sigh and ugh, and it's always just this very hard thing. And so, we're always looking for what's the better solution, what's a different way. Uh, we love to be radically curious on this program. So we're always looking at what's a different way to make sure healthcare works for people? What's a way to make it accessible, affordable, all of those kinds of things. Uh, And one group that has been enhancing the best care possible for those in need is the, that's really the mission of the Alliance of Healthcare Sharing Ministries. It is a fascinating concept. It's been having great success around the country uh, and as is usually the case, when you start having success, government immediately wants to regulate or control it or to change it to fit their little system, uh, which always seems to benefit the system rather than the people. Uh, really pleased to have joined us in studio today, Katie Talento is the executive director of the Alliance of Healthcare Sharing Ministries. She's an epidemiologist, veteran healthcare policy advisor, healthcare consultant. And Katie, welcome to the state of Utah and welcome to Inside uh, inside the Show.
1: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: Awesome. So for our listeners, give us a little bit of the backstory in terms of where did this uh, healthcare sharing ministries really come about?
1: Yeah, so it evolved out of small Mennonite and Anabaptist communities and started to grow around in the in the 80s and 90s. And then, um, so there were several hundred thousand Americans nationwide at that time. But then the ACA exempted members of healthcare sharing mm. ministries from the ACA's Burdensome individual tax mandate, and you know that makes us all have to buy insurance, and so that was a really important um, off ramp for people yeah. who had conscientious uh, conscientious objections to things that insurance requires, like subsidizes abortions or other things. Um, and it also helped when the ACA started driving up insurance premiums, people were priced out of health insurance. Mm. And so this is a non-insurance model that people of similar religious beliefs come together and they share in each other's expenses and they bear one another's burdens, like in the book of Acts in the Bible.
0: Yeah, it's such a fascinating concept. And we love to see when these things play out. So walk us through, you mentioned it, it's not insurance. So it's a different animal than having your insurance card and showing up and paying a, a copay or whatever. So describe how it actually works in practicality.
1: Yeah, sure. So you go to a doctor or a hospital and you say, hi, I'm an uninsured cash pay patient. What is your discounted cash price? Mm. And they'll give it to you and then you get your care and you get a bill and you upload that bill to the ministry's portal The ministry then makes sure that everything there is eligible for sharing. It's not an abortion or whatever. And then it assigns other ministry members to share in your bill. So if your bill is $10,000, it might assign you know, 20, 30 people to help share that bill. Um, And you'll get either checks from them or PayPal transfers, or the ministry will collect those and send them to you or the hospital.
0: Yeah, such a fascinating way to to get at a problem. And again, so many people have been priced out. Uh, Things that happen under the Affordable Care Act clearly have impacted so many, especially small business owners, uh, independent uh, workers that way uh, have really been hit. And so you've started to have success. Give us a sense of scale in terms of how many are participating across the country. And then we'll get into how government is now eking in on that and how it's actually a first freedom. It's a freedom of religion issue as well.
1: That's exactly right. So there are more than 1.3 million Americans Mm -hmm. that are members of healthcare sharing now. And, um, you know, in Utah, it's about 10,000 people here are participating in these ministries. So it's not nothing, but it's also not so large. It's some big threat to the insurance market. You know, it's some huge competitor. It's not. We're... We're just little Christians over here. Government doesn't need to take any notice of us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so, of course, government has taken notice of you. uh, And in a lot of states across the country, uh, uh, the regulators uh, have things to regulate. And so now they're coming after regulating you more as if you were an insurance company as opposed to the kind of organization that you are.
1: Well, they're trying to, but actually what's been really encouraging is that more than thirty states have now adopted statutes that explicitly exempt healthcare sharing ministries from the state insurance code. And that's really important because we're already regulated under the Attorney General. And here in Utah under the Department of Commerce, you know, we're like any charity, we're yeah. not allowed to lie, cheat, steal, all that's illegal already. And, you know, any attorney general can enforce those laws. We don't need to also be under the insurance bureaucracy in any state. And so those state statutes are really important. And most states in the union have already recognized that. Mm. Utah has not. It's an outlier. And it's strange, given the religious liberty foundation of this state, we were really surprised to see an insurance commissioner and insurance legislators, in other words, legislators on the committees that oversee Mm. insurance in the state legislature, pushing Bills that would put us directly and squarely under the insurance commission bureaucracy. It's very strange. We're hoping that we can fix this bill.
0: Yeah, and so as you as you look at that, obviously, if you had to function under the rules of uh, of the insurance. Auspices, uh, that creates a whole different set of, that's like it's just a different animal. It, it would make you what you are not. Uh, it would make you an insurance company. Uh, and so I think that that's a very interesting thing. And, and describe for us uh, things that uh, would be required of you uh, under that auspices if you're under that uh, insurance agency, so to speak.
1: Yeah. So under the statute that is being, con- or the the legislation that's being considered right now, um, it's already passed the Utah Senate, by the way. It was jammed through very quickly. Um, so it's now being considered in the House of Representatives, and it would require a set of financial data collection and reporting scheme um, that that would be right to the commissioner. And if, um, if healthcare sharing ministries don't comply according to the commissioner's dictates, then We could be accused of being unlicensed insurance and sent a cease and desist Mm. um, order and we'd have to shut down in Utah. So those 10,000 could their solution could be in jeopardy. So that's a really big problem, obviously. We think this bill could be easily fixed Mm. to comport with the laws that are very similar to the other states. Um, And so I don't think it's a big deal to fix this. And uh, we know that there's going to be an amendment offered in committee tomorrow. We're very hopeful that uh, representatives will support that amendment Mm. and fix this rather than having to kill it. That's not what we want.
0: Yeah, and I think it's so fascinating to to look at that as a as a nonprofit as a ministry. Uh, that you would be required to share all of your data and finances and all of that. We, we surely wouldn't ans- ask that of a church organization or a nonprofit or uh, another ministry uh, of any other name or size. Uh, and so I think that's a, an interesting thing to, again, there's kind of a think again moment. Why is that happening? Uh, and so as you look at the amendment that's coming, uh, what is it that we should be thinking about uh, and the impact in terms of where this bill goes from here?
1: So I think the important thing to remember is that the courts, the federal courts have already spoken very clearly that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what the state's interest is here in sort of generalized consumer protection, which is, I think, what they're trying to accomplish, Um, although I don't think the bill would achieve that, but, you know, that's not enough to start looking under the hood of religious organizations and churches, which is what this would this would require, and courts have struck down laws in other states yeah. where that has been attempted, so I think people need to just remember the Constitution, like your yeah. previous guest was talking about. <laughs> let remember that the First Amendment actually prohibits excessive entanglement by yeah. the government with uh, religious organizations, and that's for a very good reason, as people in Utah know better than anyone.
0: Yeah, no question about it. Katie Talento is Executive Director of the Alliance of Healthcare Sharing Ministries. I think this is a crucial conversation uh, because this is an important service. It's an important alternative in terms of healthcare Uh, And again, some 10,000 Utahns are relying on this. Uh, And again, we shouldn't treat everything the same way, creating or treating a ministry as if it were an insurance company. Uh, That doesn't add up in my book, nor does requiring a ministry or a church to report uh, things to the insurance agency bureau uh, make a whole lot of sense. Either this is one you can weigh in, of course, obviously, with your representatives uh, will be in committee and uh, possible amendments coming as well.
1: Yes, and indeed, people can go to savechristianhealthcare.org, savechristianhealthcare.org, and they can click on the Utah button and see all the information about how they can take action today.
0: Oh, fantastic. Katie, thanks so much for joining us today. Great perspective, great insight. This is one of those things I know you didn't wake up thinking about today, uh, but this is important, and not just for this particular uh, kind of approach to, to getting health care and helping people bear those costs. Uh, there's a lot of things under it. This is one of those that has a lot of those unintended consequences in the way things are being jammed through that impact not only healthcare but also religious organizations it's one we ought to think again about uh, so make sure you think about it and weigh in on it as well we'll be right back